This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I go in Arab Shabbos, hope everyone is well. I would like to thank you, Rebbe Leshkowitz, for filling in for me uh, this past Shabbos in the shul at Shal Shudis. was Last minute he was asked, but as always, he steps up to the plate. I'm sure he delivered beautiful delivery to and everyone enjoyed very much. In this week's parasha, parasha's Chayisara, we have the famous story. Every small, all kindergartens and pre-1As around the world did dress up this Shabbat, this Friday, this week, playing out the role of Avram, of, of Yitzchak getting married to Rivka and the Shidduch and the whole scene. And the Torah goes on and on in quite elaborate many psukim where the Torah describes the story of Eliezer in pursuit and search for that wife, for Yitzchak. Avram Avinu had only one son. And not only was it only his only son, but this was the future. This was his legacy. Everything depended upon Yitzchak and who his wife will be. And he sends Eliezer with clear-cut rules of where to go, where not to go. And he sends him to go find the Shidduch a proper girl for his son. And we know the Torah tells us that when he comes, <coughs> that when Eliezer comes down to the well, and he notices something very unique about Rivka. He notices that the water rose up to her. The rest of us, if we want to get water, we have to walk, we have to bend over and draw the water from the well. Yet when Rivka came, the, the water just seemingly went on its own, a magic trick, a miracle, a mifus to the highest level. And what happens after that, even after Eliezer sees that amazing thing, he decides to do a little bit more research into who this girl is. And after she finally does the famous act of giving him to drink and his camels to drink, then Eliezer knew this is the right girl. He accomplished his mission and she is going to be the future of Klal Yisrael. So Reb Shach asks a very obvious question. Asks Reb Shach, if you were looking for a special girl and you were looking for an amazing girl, and you were looking for the girl who should be the wife of Yitzchak. Shouldn't it have been enough to see the water rise up to her? Shouldn't that be a dead giveaway? Shouldn't that be the sign, the Mephis, that she is the right girl, that she is a holy girl, that she is a special girl? You know, that is, that is the biggest sign from Shemayim, that this is the girl. So after Eliezer saw that, he should have stopped and said, that's the girl for me. That's the girl I need. She is the one. Because she is a palace mifis. Look, Hashem makes the water rise up to her. It must be she's special. It must be she's unique. It must be that she's the right one. So why bother continuing in the process? Why go on and then starting to do the chesed test to see what type of girl she is? It should have been a clear cut sign. Heavenly sent. She is the girl. Finished. Done. Deal. Why continue? And Reb Shach says an amazing Yisoy that we should all live our lives by. Reb Shach says, yes, if the water rises up to Rivka, that means she is an amazing, unbelievable, special girl. But that, yeah, 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 but that wasn't good enough to be the wife of Yitzhak, to be special, to be amazing, to even be very, very, very religious. That wasn't good enough for Eliezer. Eliezer needed to see that she has good Maisim Tovim. She has to be a balas chesed. You can be very, very high, very holy, very spiritual, very special. That wasn't what he was looking for. That wasn't what's going to make her the wife for Yitzchak. It was going to be her maizim toivin. If she's going to be a kind, considerate, compassionate person, that's the right ingredient for a wife. The fact that she's so holy and so special and so amazing didn't impress Eliezer. 
Says Reb because that's not the deciding factor what makes a person amazing. Not the fact that they're very holy. That's great. But if you're not going to be doing for others, you're not going to be considerate of others, you're not going to be compassionate for others, it's worthless. And Ibshach proved this from a Vilna Goyen in Mishle. And the Vilna Goyen writes something which is really remarkable. The Vilna Goyen says that our purpose on this world every single day is to improve who we are. That's our purpose. It's to become better people, more giving, more considerate. That's our purpose here every single day. And both Reb Shach and the Vilna Goyen were unbelievable Torah scholars. They used every minute of their life for learning, yet they both acknowledge that the purpose of man and woman on this world is not about how much Torah you can learn, not how beautifully you can daven, but it's are you a giving, compassionate, considerate person to someone else. And therefore Eliezer saw her and she said, wow, this girl must be Choshev. She must be special. She must be unique. But that's not enough for me. I don't want to just see Tzitkis. I don't want to just see a very righteous, religious girl. I want to see a girl who's going to give, who's going to be there, who's going to be considerate of others. And therefore, says Reb Shach, the fact that the water rose up there was not good enough for Eliezer. He needed to see her chesed. And this var from Reb Shach, you should know, is not just words. Reb Shach lived his life like this. I'll share with you an amazing story about Reb Shach. It was his yard site a few weeks ago. It's worth mentioning this story. Reb Chaim Walken, that's how was recently just nifter. A famous mashkiach in Eretz Yisrael tells over this story, told over this story. He said when he was, before he got his mashkiach job, he was looking for a position. And he was offered a very, very, very chash of a position as a Rosh Hashiva of a yeshiva. It would bring significant amount of parnasa, a lot of covet, everything you want, covet, money, a perfect job. But it was, of course, the green line. And he went to ask Reb Shach, should he take such a position? Because it's known that Reb Shach would tell his students not to take positions in institutions that are across the line. And he comes to Reb Shach and he asks Reb Shach what to do. Reb Shach says, take the job, enjoy, should be with a lot of atzlach. Okay, Reb Shach says to do it, he does it. Then he gets a phone call a few days later from the house of Reb Shach, from one of his mishars, and Reb Shach says he wants to speak to you. Next time you're in Bnei Brak, come visit Reb Shach. So he comes, rushes, rushes his way back to Bnei Brak to speak to Reb Shach. Reb Shach says, I just want you to know, to my Talmidim, I say not to take the job. But you're not my Talmud. Since you're not my Talmud, you don't have to follow my personal advice or my own chumras, you'll call it. You should take the job and it should be with a lot of atzlach. Chaim Walken tells Reb Shach, but I want to be a Talmud of the Rosh Hashiva. I consider myself a Talmud. So Reb Shach said, if you consider yourself a Talmud of me, my Talmudim, don't take positions across the line. So that was it. Called, Reb Chaim Walken called his family, called the Yeshiva. He said, no, I'm not taking the position. I'm not taking the job. Reb Shach said, it's not a good idea. Okay. So it goes back to whatever he was doing before. Hopes and dreams dashed, smattered, destroyed. Obviously, you can imagine his feeling. And he gets a knock on the door. Rish Chodesh, he gets a knock on the door. A carrier with a, with a letter, with an envelope from Bnei Brak. And he opens it up and there's money in there. And it came from Rib Shach's home. A significant amount of money. And he calls Rib Shach's home and says, why did Rashiva send me money? And Rib Shach explained to him, because you have to understand, I feel guilty. At the end of the day, because of me, you didn't take that position. And because of me, you're losing out on a significant amount of money. I want to compensate you a little bit for the loss of money that you're not going to have because you listened to my advice. Chaim Walker was amazed. He figured, okay, you know, once Reb Shach will send the money, it will be beautiful. He sent it once. It, it sent the message, and now we can move on. 
Reb Chaim Walken said he received, a, he received a, an envelope every single Reish Chodesh for four years from Reb Shach. And this was not Panovich money. This was Reb Shach's private money. For four years, for 12 months, 48 months, he sent money to this fellow because he felt a chrai. He felt responsible for his loss of money. And then after four years, Reb Chaim Walken got a position as a mashkiach, Reb Shach stopped sending him money. Reb Shach lived by this. And Reb Shach was not a wealthy man. Reb Shach felt this is what Midas is. This is what it means. Proper. If I cause someone chas v'shalom a loss, I want to make it right. Reb Shach lived this idea that he's telling us right now. It's not about how special and holy you are. Reb Shach was saying Shurim it was the top yeshivas in the world. But to him, he felt that he might have caused someone a loss of money. He was going to send him money every single month. So this week's parasha, the Torah is reminding us that the beauty of what we're looking for in Shaduchim the importance of what we are looking for is not about how holy they are, not about if water rises to them, if they can perform miracles. It's are they good, caring, compassionate people. I often tell my Talmidim, you're not going to be a better father if you know how to say a pshat and a rambam. You're not, it's not going to make you any better at changing diapers. It's definitely not going to make you a better husband. But being a considerate, compassionate person will. I just want to close with an amazing story I just came across that I think is worth mentioning. Because it brings together this week's parasha, the idea of Shaduchim, and the idea of being a mensch. There was a girl from a non-religious home in Eretz Yisrael, very, very wealthy family, but very, very irreligious. Not only irreligious, very anti-religious. But yet this girl on her own in her teenage years found, found a path towards Yiddishkeit, and she got very mushpa, very affected by Haredim in the neighborhood, and she became a full-fledged from Haredi girl. And it was time to start dating and her father made it very clear under no circumstances are you marrying a Haredi boy. And her father was extremely uh, wealthy and powerful and he ran that home and he said to her, there's not a chance in this world you're marrying a Haredi boy. But she ended up behind her father's back. She started dating. She met a lovely boy. His name was Mayer. And they were ready to get engaged. But she knew there's no chance. Her father would never ever go for it. So she asked her Shiloh. She went to one of the G'day Lemonaris Yisrael and the Godel suggested, wait a week before you announce your engagement. Just wait a week. The girl said to the Godel, what's a week going to change? My father is so anti-religion, he's never going to take a nice religious boy. So Godel said, wait a week. Six days later, this girl's father was driving, and he had car trouble. And he was pulled over, and he was on the side of the road, waiting, hoping for someone to fix his car. All of a sudden, Mayor was with his father, returning from the Kaisal, and they're driving, and they see this car. And they stop, and Mayor pulls a drink from his car to give to this man. And Mayor's father goes under the hood and fixes the car. And the man says to Mayor and his father, he says, I have to tell you, I've been sitting here for hours. No one stopped for me. No one cared for me. The tow truck company is not even coming. And you, two religious Jews, stopped for me. And then he tells him something more. He says, I want you to know I really don't like religious Jews. I actually hate religious Jews. And my daughter wants to marry a religious Jew, and I'm against it. I'm totally against it. But I see that religious people are not so bad. So Mayor's father says to this man, well, who's your daughter? Uh, what's her name? And they realize at that moment that the boy, that this man was adamantly against allowing his daughter to get engaged to and married to, was the same boy together with his father who fixed this man's tire and helped him continue on his road. Ultimately, the father had such charata. 
This girl's father said, no, you're such a beautiful, perfect match for my daughter, and I will make you a beautiful, beautiful chasana. Because why? Because Shaduchim come about because Midas Tavis. This boy showed a man what it means to be a good Jew, a caring, a compassionate, giving Jew. It changed his whole mindset about religious Jews. And it ultimately led him to be able to marry the girl he wanted to. Have to remind ourselves what's really important in life. You know, very often I get people calling me about Shaduchim for boys and they ask really the most foolish questions. They don't ask what's important. Is he going to be a good father? Is he going to be a good husband? Those are the important questions. Is he giving compassion and considerate? Those are the important questions. So this week's passage reminds us. It shocks us back to reality. What really matters? What's really important? What is Hashem value? What is a Jewish home value? And that's the good midas, giving, being there, thinking of others. And Mr. Hashem, we shall learn from this week's passage to be like Rivka, to be giving, considerate, Give us all brachas, those in the parshas of Shidduchim. It's a difficult parsha. Hashem should give everyone the siyata dishmai to find the right person at the proper time, with ease, without stress, without pain. We should all be zaychet to build bottom and clay so that will be a great and amazing kid Hashem for Kadesh Baruch Hu and only bring nachas to Hashem. Have a wonderful Shabbos.